but now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurt takes advantage of it, he takes the handle, takes to his right, gets to the 20, he's in the 30, Nathan caught in, he comes back up the right sideline, flexes our tackle, comes down to the 30, he's down to the 20, he's down to the 10, he's down to the 5, he's in the end zone, touchdown, touchdown, 49ers, 96-yard run from scrimmage, Garrison Hurt, breaking tackle after tackle, swings down the sideline, Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, but it's good. Click, click, boom! What's going on, peoples? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But crew. Guys, I'm here to overreact, and I'm going to do this one by myself, I guess. I don't care. Guys. What a monstrosity of a game. This game went exactly how I thought it was going to go before I went to the casino this morning. This game was exactly, exactly how I thought it was going to go. This team came out fired up. This team came out on fire on defense. And when you let Seattle stay too close, they do what Seattle do. All right. Now, let me let me go through the formalities really quick. All right. I'm not going to sit here and uh, drag this one out. But guys, if it's your first time here on the channel, I want to thank you guys for checking us out. I really do appreciate each and every one of you guys. OK, uh, guys, hit that like and subscribe button. Turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we're going live. Hit us up on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. OK. And then we also have Facebook, Instagram and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners, you can send us an email with questions, comments, concerns, rate, reviews, all that kind of stuff over there, okay? Questions. Um, NB9, ERS, and nothingbutniners.com. And every day on game day, you guys can ride the wave with us over here at patreon.com slash NB9, ERS. Join us over there on Patreon. We watch it live. We cry. We cheer. We laugh. We curse. We drink. And then I got to try to compose myself and come on here and do a show that I'm going to calm down. And do a show that I feel like I shouldn't have to do in this overreaction here. Okay. Now, there's been a lot of problems with this team. But the last three games, we felt like, oh, the Niners are back. The Niners are back. Right. And I've been saying for two of those weeks, what happens when a team takes away the run? And everybody said, no, we running successfully against eight men in the box. It's not a big deal, Mike. You keep running the ball. Okay. We did that tonight. How'd that work out for us? Not so good, right? Not so good. And I'm not blaming the run game, but cool. What happens when they say, you're not running the ball and we're going to take away the middle of the field? I can tell you what happens. Jimmy Garoppolo happens. Okay. A couple bad throws across the middle. People don't want to blame Jimmy because there's still a lot of people out there that love Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, I don't care who loves who tonight? 
Y'all got to deal with me in my opinions. Okay? You guys got to deal with how Mike feels tonight. Okay? Jimmy Garoppolo threw two interceptions and gave up a safety, which is points plus possession. That's worse than the interception, by the way. That's worse than the interception. That's what Jimmy Garoppolo did tonight. And the picks weren't let me start. Let me let me start from the beginning. Let me start from the beginning. The 49ers have a kickoff. Okay. Now, the kickoff comes, get a good stop. Defense does better than a three and out. Seattle had nothing, absolutely nothing. The defense was on fire all over Russell Wilson. Let me rewind even more. Let me rewind even more. Before I went to the casino, we did a we did a show, and I told y'all we are always Seattle's get right game. And this ain't about pats on the back, but I want to walk you through my emotional timeline here. So I hope you guys have some time, okay? I'm going to walk you guys through my emotional timeline. I got a story to tell, and I hope you guys are here to listen, okay? I, I hope you guys are here to listen. I'm going to talk about everything. I'm going to talk about everything. I'm going to talk about my timeline. I'm going to talk about the, the waves throughout the game. I'm going to talk about the officiating, the special teams, Kyle Shanahan, the defense, Jimmy Garoppolo, the referee. Every, I'm going to talk about it tonight. It's not going to be long, but you guys are going to get my thoughts, okay? You guys are going to get my thoughts. Let me read these contributions. As the contributions come in, I'm going to read them, and I'm going to get right back to my story. So thank you all for your contributions. I'm saying this early, all right? Bailey Oss, thank you very much for the contribution. On that third and goal was an obvious pass interference that wasn't called. I know. I don't know how that wasn't called. Hey, you're absolutely right. Sherfield was held. I'm not going to make no mistakes and no qualms about that. They were all over Sherfield at the end of the game. But that's not where we lost this game. That's not where we lost this game, if we're being honest. We're going to get to it, okay? So, again, thank you guys for the contributions. I'm going to read them as they come in, but I'm going to tell you guys a story. Let me get my man Tony in here. We're going to do this. We're going to do this, okay? Tony, you can feel free to cut me off whenever you feel like it. I'm going to tell a story. Okay? <laughs> whenever you feel like jumping, just start talking. You ain't got to, hey, Mike, don't wave me down. Just start talking. I'm going to shut right up, okay? Because I'm going to tell a story, okay? 49ers are on a three-game win streak. 49ers are running the ball on average 41 times a game in those three games. And I've been saying for two of those games, that's not sustainable. That's not real. What happens when we start facing some bare fronts, when they start putting eight men in the box, when they take away the run game in the middle of the field? Then what? People said, no, Mike, it's fine. It's cool. We played eight men in the box before, Mike. It's not a big deal. Look at what we're doing against eight men in the box. We still out there. We're dominating, Mike. You keep running the ball. I said, it's not sustainable. That's not reality in football. They reason that teams do eight men in the box is to stop a good run game. We played some suckers along the way. Okay? We got creative, right? You know how we stopped the eight men in the box in the last three games? When they were doing that still? It was with fucking up the formations. It was when we would do things like take a wide receiver and put him in at running back and take the fullback and put him out as the wide receiver and take a wide receiver and put him in as a tight end and take a running back and put him out as the other wide receiver. That's how we stopped the eight men in the box because we created mismatches. Even though it was eight men in the box, the guy that said, hey, I got the wide receiver on this play was lined up as a defensive tackle. 
The guy that said, hey, I got the fullback on this play was lined up as a cornerback. The guy that said, hey, I got a wide receiver on this play was lined up as a linebacker. That's how we were able to stop the eight men in the box. So we lose one player today. His name is Debo Samuel. And Debo was the key and the linchpin to all that misdirection shit because Kyle Shanahan didn't do any of that tonight. I saw George Kittle get one carry. I saw George Kittle get one carry. One. And so I've been saying for a couple of weeks, how are the 49ers going to overcome when teams take away the run game? Because at some point, they are going to sell out. I've been saying it. And everybody kept saying, no, you run the ball. No, you, you do it until they stop you. Hey, I respect that. That's a really good response, actually. That's a really, really good response. You do it until they stop you. Who am I to disagree with that logic, right? If we're running the ball and we're getting 10 yards a pop, you keep running the ball until we're not getting 10 yards a pop. I agree with that. From the rip, Seattle wasn't having it tonight. But let me keep with my story. Let me get back to my timeline here. Again, Tony, cut me off whenever you want. I promise you won't offend me, okay? You cut me off whenever you want. So we do a preview show. And I say, guys, man, what we are to the Rams is what Seattle is to us. It's always been that way. The way Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay is the way Pete Carroll owns Kyle Shanahan. No, Mike, that's not the case. You see Seattle this week? They horrible. You see Russell Wilson? He's terrible. I said, I don't care. I don't care. We were the terrible team before we played the Rams. That was us. That's exactly what the Rams fans were saying to all the 49er fans before we played them. They were giving us the same speech that y'all gave me this week leading up to the game. Every Rams fan was saying, yeah, y'all had us the last couple of years, but not this time. Uh-uh. We've seen what y'all out there doing. We're going to beat the hell out of y'all. And we got OBJ. And we got Von Miller. That's what the Rams were saying to us. They were saying that to us because we were trash before we played them. We had lost four of the last five games. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. We had lost three of the last four games. That's what they were saying to us. But Kyle is Kyle and McVeigh is McVeigh. And when those two things happen, Kyle wins. That's what's, what's been, that's what's been happening. So then when I come in and I tell you guys, hey, I'm nervous about this game. I don't like Russell Wilson against the 49ers. I don't like Kyle Shanahan against Pete Carroll. Y'all told me I was tripping. I was bugging, right? Cool. Cool. I go on. I do a show with Wayne. We talk about it, right? We have a good time. We have a great time. We laugh. We joke. We yell. We curse. And we, all, we both settle on, you know what? The Niners can win this game. Yeah, we can win this game, bro. We got this, man. The Niners are ready. Because I know in my head that Kyle knows they're going to stop the run. They're going to stop the run. And I believe that Kyle Shanahan is the brightest, the brightest offensive mind in the entire NFL. And he's going to have a plan B. And that plan B can't be throw to where the linebackers line up. 
because everybody knows that's Jimmy's strength. So whatever your plan B is to run in the ball 40 times a game, it's going to do something other than throw the ball right in the middle of the field. That's what Kyle's going to do. He's too smart to not do that. That's what I convinced myself of. And I came on the show and I laughed it up and we hee hee and we, <laughs> we chuckled it up really well. Right? But when the camera went off, I was still like, man, this shit just don't feel right. This shit still don't feel right. And this is not a, hey, I'm right and y'all were wrong. That's not what this is. Because stick with me and you guys are going to hear the timeline. Fast forward to this morning. Midnight comes around. It's officially Sunday. I'm at my buddy's house. We're having cigars. We're talking about the college games that just went off. And then we can't believe how Alabama just beat Georgia. And I said, that's what happens when players start feeling themselves. Georgia kept hearing, oh, my God, that defense is incredible. Da-da-da-da-da. And Alabama's going to get stumped, right? And Alabama beat the shit out of them. Alabama went in there and they handled business, right? I was hating on Jim Harbaugh. Fuck Harbaugh. He ain't here no more. I got no loyalties to that dude. Harbaugh ain't never won nothing over there. Players start hearing shit. Who the fuck is Iowa? Who is Iowa with their Pittsburgh Steelers color scheme? Who is Iowa? Harbaugh went out there and smacked them, right? Because players start hearing shit too. And I did the show on here, and I told y'all about this stupid-ass power ranking that I saw that had the 49ers inside the top 10. You know what I said right away? I wish I didn't see that. Because if I saw it, that means the young players saw it too, and they start getting content. And when players get content, they let their guard down, and they get taken advantage of. And All right, I wait. I have a question for you. Let's go. You're, you're, you're making everything. I understand what you're saying. They're all valid points. But my question to you is, the run game was successful. In the beginning of the game, they were, they were moving the ball. They put the ball in the end zone. To start the game, Cannon got hurt, right? So that kind of set the tone. Um, they ran the, the kick fake off, punt. Open the kickoff of the game. I'm going to yeah. get to that timeline too, but yes, you're right. All right, so that set the tone. They went three and out. They did the fake punt. They scored on the first possession. Now just come back answer, right? So yes, sir. they're technically in it. The running game was successful, even though they stacked the box, right? So my thing is, if you eliminate the mistakes, I think we could win this game. But, again, the mistakes are the quarterback position. All right, I mean, do we agree on that? High throws, throwing receivers out of like you know out out of uh out of uh, what do they call that? Uh, when they throw them open, when they throw them, when they lead them, when they don't have to jump up, reach back, reach forward, they throw it where it's supposed to be. Every yeah. pass today, Ayuk, like all the receivers, they were all jumping up, juice check, all of them, they were all jumping up, but still, the potential was there. So. If you eliminate the turnovers, the mistakes, I'm not even going into the penalties. I still think we walk away with this game because if you look, the 49ers, in my, in my opinion, I think they won the first half. The third half, they disappeared. Second half, they disappeared. I mean, yeah. the third quarter, the third quarter, I meant to say, they disappeared. They didn't put one point up on the board. I don't even think they scored in the second half, did they? Yeah, they no. did score in the second half. No, nine points. They, Nine points. Yeah, they, all right. So 
I think if you alleviate the mistakes, the no, Niners wait, wait, wait. This game. Nine points is what Seattle scored in the second half. The Niners did not score the entire second half of this game. Correct. And what was it on? A lot of it was on mistakes at the quarter, interceptions, high throws. Um, penalties were involved, yes, but, um, it, you know, the whole the play with Ayuk, right? He went up, high throw, caught the ball, landed on two feet, was hit by a Seattle defender, hit the ground, and then the ball came out. Should have been a catch. Should have been a catch. Now, the biggest thing, in my opinion, that flipped the field and really swung the momentum was when the pass was batted up in the air by Russell Wilson. Aziz jumped, almost made the interception. I thought it was an interception until you saw, like, the little piece of the ball. It, the little part of the ball hit the bottom of, uh, uh, on the grass. His hand wasn't there. It made contact. I thought it was a catch because his hands were underneath it, but it wasn't. And then the next play, I, I don't remember what happened, but the field position totally swung. The ball was inside, like, the three yard, the 10-yard line. When IU tried to field it, when it bounced behind him, the punt the went over his head. The ball bounced in front of Ayuk, and it didn't take the kind of bounce he thought it was, so he had to turn yeah. and catch it. So they didn't down yeah. it at the one. Exactly. So, but they tackled him inside the 10. So you're talking about what a 40 yard, 50 yard swing on that possession. That could have been a turn, uh, an interception, a takeaway ball ball on what the 40 or 35 yard line of C Seattle to being inside the 10 yard line of the 49ers. I think that took the sale, the wind out of the sale, in my opinion, but you know, if the consistency is there, like you see Kyle, he dialed up the the plays in the middle of the field, just behind the linebackers and just in front of the safeties. There's a sweet spot because they still respected the run. It's not like they totally said, we don't give a shit, you can't run on us just with our front four. Seattle still respected the run, in my opinion, because they Bobby Wagner was all night long. Exactly. So there was the window there. Now the question is, why does the ball have to be repeatedly delivered high if there is and a to the window? middle of the field? Why? Because like, who's our quarterback? I understand that, but like no, you no, 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 you can't, Jimmy. You, you can't say you understand that and then say but because Jimmy Garoppolo has been Jimmy Garoppolo even throughout this three-game win streak. But when is Jimmy Garoppolo going to put his big boy pants on? It doesn't exist. Jimmy wears two tight pants. That you can't put a wallet in the back pocket of. There's no big boy pants for Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy is Jimmy. And if Kyle's going to continue to call plays that make Jimmy exposed, then Jimmy and Kyle, both, get the blame for that. Both of them. Because Kyle wants Jimmy to do something different. We talked about this this week. We talked about the yelling on the sideline after the interception last week, right? It wasn't about the interception. It was, hey, you missed Kittle. On the left side of the fucking field. Kyle knows Jimmy doesn't think outside in. He knows that. So I got to put the blame on both of them. But, Mike, the scary thing is, and I know what you're saying, and I agree with you to an extent, there was openings. There was yes. wide. There, there, was, there was receivers running wide. Tony, what did I just do? I still see you. I still got you. Okay. You're still here. There was there there was all they they were open. It was There's there. opening in every game. Even the games that we won, the last 3, there were mm -hmm. openings that we didn't take advantage of. The openings are always there. 
the openings are always going to be there and not taken advantage of as long as Jimmy Garoppolo is a quarterback. Winning hides everything. And I keep telling people, stop being results-based. Look at the game for what it is. You cannot assess how anybody or anything performs based off of the results. Results are not indicative of what is and what isn't. You can't tell me because we won three games in a row, Jimmy Garoppolo is a top 10 quarterback. He's no, never going to be know. that guy. No, He's never going to no. be that guy. You can pull up whatever efficiency ratings you want, touchdown and interception ratios and all that shit. Jimmy Garoppolo is Jimmy Garoppolo. If it ain't in the middle of the field, right in front of him without a linebacker there, he's scared. That's Jimmy. Period. Kyle knows that. JP Hellehard, thank you for the 490 contribution. I see what you did with the 490. I appreciate it. Uh, Abraham Nunez, thank you very much for the contribution. We lost because of Jimmy. We are now the seventh seed. I would rather play Trey and bench Jimmy and maybe make the playoffs than continue to have Jimmy G play. Tony, what are your thoughts on this comment? Roll with it. Jimmy's not going to be here next year. I I I wanted I wanted this guy to start from 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 week one. Uh, you know, you're investing in this guy. Jimmy's not going to be here. You know, I don't want to get into it again because you speak to you speak of it at nausea, and it's really frustrating at times but you know i i just think they need to make a decision are they going to stick with jimmy for the rest of the season and or, or are they going to put trey in and see what he could do i, I think they the- need to make a decision like there's been some looming decision there is no decision jimmy's the guy jimmy's the guy after tonight why, why I, can't, I, I can't i mike he in my opinion i think jimmy lost that game in everybody's opinion, Jimmy lost this game. So then if he lost this game versus a team that we all think that we should have beat and we were playing in the – even even in the first half where we had a turnover, we still came back and answered, right, because it was in the script and, and Jimmy was playing in the structure of the offense. How many times I talk about this? But once you make him become one-dimensional and you sit him in a shotgun and teams know it's going to be a throw, it becomes different. You would defend him different. You take away areas. You take away zones. You take away windows. It's when he's able to – that run game is turning and you, you you can deceive off of the play action and you freeze that middle level for a split second. He can then work the middle of the field because the window opens immense. It, it opens quickly when you have that split second freeze by those middle linebackers. So you, it's it's I don't know. It's it's so fucking frustrating. They could have won this game tonight easily. I think if they, I don't know. They could have they could have <laughs> won this game twenty times over tonight, Tony, and they could have lost it seventeen more ways. They, 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 all right. So listen, nothing you said is wrong. I want to be clear with what I'm saying here. I don't disagree with you on anything you said. I just think there's more to it. I just think there's more, more to it. More to it as what? Everything. Playing, quarterback. It happened. Players that we lost due to injury. If Mosley's in here, we don't lose this game. If Fred Warner's in here, we don't lose this game. If Mosley finishes this game, we don't ah, lose this game. Mike, I think Aziz played one hell of a game tonight. I, and now, okay, now imagine Aziz plus Fred Warner. No, I understand that. I understand that's, that, that's what I, I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not blaming Aziz. That's that's not what I'm saying. Aziz was phenomenal. Aziz was phenomenal. But I'm saying now, add phenomenal to Fred Warner's All Pro status, yeah. and keep the best corner we have on the field. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, hey, uh, George Cribs, thanks for the 499 contribution. If Brady was throwing to Sherfield, that would have been a pass interference. No question. But 
Jimmy Trash. I don't know if the last part of this contribution is sarcasm or not, because I agree with everything that he said in this whole thing. I think that if the right quarterback was making that throw, they would have called Holden. Even if it was Russell Wilson. Even if it was Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, all the calls went to Seattle at the end of the game. No calls for the Niners down the stretch. That's what it was. I'm gonna get I'm I'm gonna get to the officiating, I promise. I promise you guys when I continue. It really, it really my, was bad. It really was bad. Yes. The momentum was lost after the second interception. But how many games do we have to do go against the refs and the other team? The answer is every game. The answer is every game. There is no game where your team doesn't have to beat everybody that's not them. There is no game where that's the case. There's no game. I saw four different times tonight where if Bosa just flails his arms a little bit, he would have got a flag. He's not wired that way. He's wired to do my job to the best of my ability. And if they throw a flag, they throw a flag. If they don't, they don't. This defensive line was all over Russell Wilson tonight. And if they just threw their arms a little bit more, we would have got some more calls. But they don't do that. That holding call on the Danian, uh, the why do I keep calling the Danian Tomlinson? Lakin Tomlinson. Lakin Tomlinson. That holding call on Lakin Tomlinson was absolutely atrocious. The guy made no effort to move his feet. He simply just threw his hands up in the air. That's all he did. And it cost the 49ers a first down. Now, if you tell me the refs don't control this game, I'm sorry. Officiating is a part of why we lost. And anybody who says officiating is not a part of why we lost is a liar. I'm not making any qualms about that. You have not said anything tonight that I disagree with. Joe Mama, thanks for the contribution. Jimmy fans, this is so frustrating. What else you need to see? The 2019 Saints game was a fluke. Stop hanging your crusty hat on that game. That game wasn't a fluke. No, no, I agree with that. No, that, that that Saints game wasn't a fluke. Jimmy got help. Emmanuel Sanders threw a touchdown pass in that game. <laughs> well, I know you know what I'm saying. That game wasn't a fluke. Jimmy Garoppolo on fourth and two threw a negative one yard pass to George Kittle, who ran up the sideline and got us in field goal range to win that game. That wasn't a fluke. Jimmy Garoppolo has always been Jimmy Garoppolo. Short passes and relying on yak. Jimmy has been Jimmy. And Jimmy tonight was Jimmy. I can't even tell. Listen, do I like the way Jimmy played tonight? Absolutely not. Am I disappointed in what I saw from Jimmy? Sure, because I don't like the result. But am I surprised by what I saw by Jimmy tonight? No way. Because this is Jimmy Garoppolo. I didn't see anything that surprised me from Jimmy. And if it don't surprise me, I know it don't surprise you, Tony. And I know for damn sure it surprises nobody on the coaching staff. They all know who Jimmy Garoppolo is. We watch a fraction of the film that they watch. And I think we watch a lot of film over here. And if we know that's who this guy is, they know it 10 times over. So they can't be surprised by what they saw from Jimmy. This is Jimmy. Even in the wind, Jimmy is Jimmy. I'm not looking at the results. I'm not looking at the results. It's cool when we win. Great. The losses thing a little bit more. They do. They do. Robert, thank you for the contribution. I agree with Mike. If we had Fred and Debo, it would have been a different game. And Kittle showed up 
till the showed up until it meant to be until yes yeah we didn't hear from george kittle until the very end of the game it's absolutely correct it's absolutely correct but that was part of kyle's plan that's that's that that was that was schematic in my opinion do as much as you can without george and then when they're not expecting it you go george heavy until they stop it that's what i thought they were doing Mm -hmm. yeah i i agree with that david young the contribution the special teams has been an issue all year. Robbie included. Hightower has to go. I disagree, David. I disagree. I'm going to get back to that, but I disagree. I respect it. Thank you for the contribution. But I'm going to tell you why I don't agree with that. I'm going to get to it when I get back to my timeline. Tony, what are your thoughts on this? I kind of agree with it. I, I And I'm going to tell you why. And we talked about this. Like, you know, I, like you, I was listening to you guys when I was getting ready in the pregame, and, you know, this team has nothing to lose in this game. So they were playing with their backs against the wall. Um, you have to be on your toes at all. I mean, look at the Rams game two weeks, three weeks ago, how they ran that fake punt on us or the fake field goal on us, and DJ Jones made a hell of a play on it. When they aligned, you kind of saw, like, how there was no – there was the up back, the last man on the line of scrimmage, they were all tight. They weren't spread out. And there was no uh, outside containment on the rush. They just took an ins- a hard inside rush. And I don't even think he got touched. I, I, no one touched him. He just took that ball and ran right around the edge and nobody was there. I don't even know where the hell the gunner was. So I, I, my thing is you have to you have to just be like, okay, listen – you have to expect anything at any time, at any moment. This is the NFL, okay? Fossil's son with the Rams was known for doing shit like this. Now he's with the Cowboys. He's in, he does fake punts, you know, on the regular. So you have to you have to be prepared for this. And I got to be honest with you, and I know, Mike, you've mentioned this a couple of times, but our special teams under Hightower has been nothing to write home about. It's been, in my opinion – below average uh and you know I, I know kyle loves them they had a long relationship they've been through the roads and back whatever but you know special teams is very a third of the game you you know it's field position and for them to let allow that on that first drive where you hold them three and out and to go untouched for what 60 something yard touchdown run that's unacceptable you have to be on these guys do not give outside contain up at no means. Listen, if he runs it and he picks it up, he picks up 10 yards for a first half, it is what it is. To score a touchdown and go completely untouched, in my opinion, that's unacceptable. And Robbie Gold, I put on Twitter, could we start a GoFundMe to pay off the dead money that if the 49ers will cut him? I'm for it. Set it up. I tried telling you about Robbie Gold before he got that fucking extension. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Y'all told me I was overreacting. Y'all told me I was crazy. He held out. He got the big-ass contract. He went 72% that year. And y'all told me, oh, it's because of the holder. Oh, it's because of the long snapper. Oh, it's because he was injured. And now Robbie Gold is missing basic-ass shit now. And now y'all want to get rid of him. The same thing, oh, I was right, I was right, I was right. It's cool. It's cool because you know what the people say? Everybody misses kicks. Nobody's 100%. Okay. We're going to miss one kick a game. Whether it's an extra point or a field goal, expect to miss at least one a game now. But that's cool. That's cool. Um. 
and, and I'm going to get to the special teams thing. I'm I'm going I'm going to stick to my timeline. I promise you. I'm going to stick to my timeline. All right, uh, Jeff. Thanks for the contribution. Not to blame the refs, but but was that pi on that third and goal? Get like he was riding Sherfield. Yes, that should have been. If it even if they don't call a pass interference, it should have called a defensive holding. It should have been first and goal. It that should have been first and goal. Was that the fourth and goal one? No, oh, that no, was fourth third. and goal was tapped. Yeah, third down. Yeah, fourth down was tapped. The one time Jimmy throws low all game. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what that was. I'm gonna get to that too. I'm gonna get to that too. <laughs> Gannon Hadley, thanks for the contribution. He says, guys, get rid of Jimmy's ass. Bulk up our safeties and corners and pay Lance. And like Tony said, start him now. Capital letters, two exclamation points. Any response to that, Tony? I'm for it. Josh Brown, thanks for the contribution. Kyle said on fourth and one, he called a QB read with Jimmy. Lance ran all over Seattle. Why not Lance on that play? Now, I don't understand what a QB read is. Is it a zone read? I think he meant, I think he meant read option, maybe. A read option? Like you can because either run it. When it comes out, I'm, I, I want to borrow your log on. I want to go back and watch that play because I think something happened there. Because if you watch that play from the beginning, there was a hesitation with the motion guy, the tight end coming from the left side of the formation to the right, so from the top of the screen to the bottom. And there was a hesitation with Hasty and Jimmy. I don't know if Jimmy put it, pulled it, and tried to put it back and just pulled it and ran because the whole play, the whole play in my opinion, the design was there. It just looked off. Starting from the pre-mo, pre-snap motion. So I, I, I want to go back and try to watch that. Um, again, I, I honestly thought Jimmy was going to run it in. When I saw how spread, it was, it was the offensive line and the tight end tight, and then guys spread way out, the two receivers. Mm-hmm. I thought they were creating that space for Jimmy to run it in. I'm not going to lie to you. On the no, real- I'm talking about the the fourth down play. That wasn't going in the end zone. That was just to get the first down. I'm talking about fourth and goal at the end of the game. I'm sorry. I'm talking about a different play than you. I'm sorry. I apologize. He, okay. He's talking about the fourth and one on and I think it was midfield. Remember when they did this Jimmy ran it and they came and cracked them? And he really oh. like bounced. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. But the reason you don't bring Lance in on that play, in my opinion, John, is because then it's an obvious quarterback. Yeah, you show it. So you don't want to show your cards. You want to keep them guessing. So, I mean, listen. Or you bring them in and have them throw it and really screw them. Right. Right. And that's Kyle not taking advantage of tendencies and and expectations. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Guys, keep the contributions coming. I am not, no offense to anybody in the chat, and I appreciate all 400 of you guys that are in here right now. I appreciate every single one of you guys, but I'm not going to be looking at if it doesn't have a color in it because I want to stick to my timeline, okay? So do you know where I left off? Do you remember where I was? Uh, the special team. Weren't you talking about the special teams? Did I, did I get to ac- the actual game starting? Did I, was I there yet? With the start of the game? No. No, you didn't. No. Okay. Okay. So I wake up this morning, right? <clears throat> And I'm like, yo, it's 12 o'clock. I'm at my at my buddy's house. We're having cigars. We're talking about Alabama versus Georgia. Players here. Oh, you did that already. I, I, did, I did this yeah. all already. I talked yeah. about uh, Harbaugh and Iowa and all that, yeah. right? And I talked about the 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 power rankings that came out. And the Niners suddenly yes. crept in someone's top 10. Mike Silver wrote a report about it. Bally Sports, uh, top 10 
Okay. That's in there. And all of a sudden I'm saying, I don't like this. And it's not that I didn't agree with it. It's that if someone puts it on in writing, players will see it. Players start feeling themselves. And this is a young team. And when they see shit like that, they get complacent and they don't play as hard. That was the first strike for me. That was strike number one. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And then you start looking at other stuff throughout the week that didn't play into the 49ers' favor because it played into the 49ers' favor, like the time of possession for Seattle. They were 31st or 32nd in the NFL in time of possession, somewhere around 25 minutes in an entire game. You got to contribute. I see it. While the Niners in the last three weeks were at the top of the league in time of possession. People just thought that shit was going to continue. Trends like that are meant to be broken. Streaks are meant to be broken, guys. So when the Niners are leading the league in time of possession and they're going up against a team that is the worst in the league at time of possession, something's got to give. Something's got to give. And I know, I know we always feel like, hey, hey, guys, it's cool. If we're the best and they're the worst, the gap should grow. It's never been like that when we play against Seattle. When Seattle has the worst run defense in the NFL and the Niners have a top five run offense in the NFL, guess what happens? We have one of our worst rushing performances ever. Remember when the Niners were struggling to get the passing game going and we were going up against Seattle in the last four games before that, they were the worst in the league. They were allowing 419 yards a game and two touchdowns in the air. Everybody said, hey, the Niners are going to get right because Seattle can't stop anybody in the air. I said, no, I don't think that's going to happen. What happened? We didn't even pass for 200 yards that game. We are always the get right game for Seattle. And I'm having this big conversation. It's a big production. I'm talking to my buddy. We're smoking cigars, and it's just the two of us. And we're talking about football. We're talking about boxing. We're talking about mindset when you go into a combat physical sport. And how complacency can change your footwork. I'm not going to explain all that because that's too much. But we're talking about how complacency can change your footwork and how that affects everything from your toes all the way up. That was the conversation we had. I come home. It's one in the morning. I go to sleep, wake up. I head to the casino. I'm with a 49ers fan and we're placing bets. We're doing all these parlays. Niners, three-point favorites on the road in Seattle. Even Vegas is in the hype. Vegas is believing this shit. I said, damn, man. I don't know if I trust that line. I think it's going to be a close game. But you know what I'm going to do? I'll pick the Niners outright. I start feeling it. I walk past the machine, hit for a couple hundred dollars. Whoo! Things are going my way this morning, bro. Had a nice cigar while I was driving. Got a delivery with some sneakers I've been waiting for. I was feeling good. I said, this is a good day. The Niners are going to win. I was convincing myself because everything in the world was right. And then kickoff happened. And you know what happened on kickoff? You want to guess what happened on opening kickoff of the game? <laughs> yep. An ambulance had to be called onto the field. 
It was a fucking sign, and I ignored it. It was a sign right from the gate. The first moment of the game. It was a sign. It was a sign. Seattle is back. We are the 49ers. They are the Seahawks. This is Kyle Shanahan, and that's Pete Carroll, and this is how things are going to go. It was a sign. I'm going to pause again. I'm going to pause my story. Let me get to these contributions. Sean, thank you very much. He says, what up, Niner gang? 49ers lost the game because of mistakes and bad officials. You start Trey Lance when you're out of the playoffs. Here's the problem with that, Deshaun. The Niners can listen to this. Listen to what I'm saying, and I want you to hear me well. When this game kicked off today, Seattle had a less than 1% chance of making the postseason. Less than 1% chance of making the postseason. And they already got eight losses. If what you're saying is true, you start Trey Lance when you're out of the playoffs, we won't start Trey Lance at all this year. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know how it is. The way the numbers work, the way the math works, we won't be eliminated until week 17. I'm just telling you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Week 18. My bad. Week 18. Jeff, got to give some money for our D-line, though. Boys balled out. Proud of them for real. Tony, Tony, my man Jeff is preaching right here. That defensive line showed up and showed the fuck out. What are your thoughts on the defensive line today? I agree. I thought they played one hell of a game. And, you know, because there were some certain uh, uh, situations in the game where none of the starters were on field because, you know, the quick turnovers by Jimmy. And, you know, they were gassed. And once Seattle got that two-minute drill firing, and it really gassed them even more. But the second tier, the second group came in. They played okay. You know, they got some pressures, you know. But the problem is, like, when it's all running smooth, the team overall is a really good team. If Jimmy's playing within the structure, it's great. The defense is rested. But I will tell you this. Nick Bosa is no joke. He's a phenomenal player. He's going to demand big money when it's up for his contract. And DJ Jones had a hell of a game today, in my opinion. Um, Armstead got a sack. Ekubon got, I think, two pressures or a pressure. Key got another sack. Um, Jordan Willis got a sack. They were coming from all over the field. So it's really encouraging to see that. Um, Now, the one thing that I don't like was the penalty on Russell Wilson. the roughing the pastor on uh, Menahu. You have a six-six man. That was a good call. That was a good call. But Mike, I understand there was contact, but when you have a six-six man versus a five-ten quarterback, I mean, not, listen, if you're going to protect them that way, put flags on them. No, 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 it's no. It's football, that, Mike. It's the, football. No, that no, that's not that's not why they called that pl- that penalty on him. Because it he wasn't landed be- on him. I know it. I, he landed on him. Tony, I understand he, that he landed flush. Chest to chest, legs to legs, on top of Russell Wilson. You don't do that to any quarter. I don't care who it okay, is. Okay, well, you, can I ask you, you a question? I, I understand it's a different situation. Russell Wilson was a thrower, but he is a quarterback. Jimmy was a ball carry, but he was a quarterback. It happened to Jimmy. When they stopped him on that fourth and run where he kept the zone read and he tried to run it, 
they slammed him to the floor and then they jumped right on top of him. If you're protecting your quarterbacks, that should have been a penalty. No, because when you're a runner, what? you're a runner. The rule, the rule isn't the rule isn't where you are on the field. It's you're either a runner or you're a passer. As a passer, I, there's different rules. You can't you can't hit a passer below the knees. You can't land correct. flush on top of a passer. But if it's a quarterback sneak, you can grab his ankles. You can hit him below the legs. You can I land on top that, of him and when, you can pile on. My issue is once they grabbed him, they turned him and swung him and threw him to the ground. And at that time, somebody jumped on top of him and landed on top of him because I specifically remember his head bouncing off the ground once they landed on top of him. Now, we got called for a defensive player hit on a tight end. And what is Jimmy Garoppolo on that? If you're protecting your quarterbacks, you protect them all the way around. Not in just situations, or should I say certain quarterbacks. That's unacceptable. Well, this is going to be the first thing. No, well, this is going to be the first thing you say tonight that I disagree with. Because I, I was mad at the penalty when they first showed it. When they showed the replay... He literally flattened Russell Wilson. Like, okay, this is Russell Wilson. Okay. This right here is Russell Wilson. This is Charles Aminahue. And he flattened Russell Wilson. You can't do that on any quarterback in the NFL. They there's a there's a rule with putting your body weight on quarterbacks when you tackle them to the ground. I don't agree with the rule, but the rule is the rule. I think no, it's a I bullshit that, rule. But then if they if they want to do that, put flags on them. Because how is a six six man supposed to stop himself on a five ten quarterback? Like especially, it, 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 especially, especially you're eventually you're going to land on top of him. Am I correct or am I incorrect? Especially during a two minute drill when they're already tired. They, those guys were gassed. I listen. I'm with you. I understand how and why it happened, and I understand the rule is what I'm saying. I'm not saying I agree with the rule. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that that's the rule. And Jimmy's situation was different because Jimmy was a runner. Jimmy was a runner, and yes, they piled on top of him, but Russell was a passer in the pocket behind the line of scrimmage. It's just it's just two different things. Look, I, There's plenty of things to blame the refs on. In my opinion, that was not one of them. And I don't like the rule, but the rule is the rule, and that's the letter of the law, and that's what it was. I, so I hope you understand what I'm saying. The only reason I'm disagreeing with you is the whole – well, then put flags on them. The flags don't exist, and that's the rule, and we broke that rule. That's all I'm saying. That, to me, was a clean call. He, he fucking pancaked Russell Wilson on that play, and you can't do that. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying that I liked it or anything. That was just – that's the rule. That's the, you know, that's, that's what it is. So just let me and, ask one question, and we can move on from this. If Russell Wilson runs the ball and dies for a first down, right? And you do the same fucking thing to him and pancake him. That's okay because he's yes. a runner. Yes, beyond that the line no of scrimmage. Sense. Look, beyond. Look, look at me. No, I right? know what so you're saying. If, I know. If this, is, if this know. is Russell Wilson and he's running this way, and the defensive player is running this way, and he tackles him and he goes like that, as long as you make contact with the head, that's legal. Behind the line of scrimmage, you can't hit his knees, and behind the line of scrimmage, you can't pan, you can't like just flatten yourself. You have to try to get your body weight off of him. When you bring him to the ground, it's the rule. I'm not saying it's good. I'm no, just saying it's the rule. Six, six, three, ten. That's something you could do real easily. Can All I right. call you? Sorry, can I call? We're not doing call-ins tonight. Do you? No, 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 no. Because I, I didn't even plan on being on this long. Uh, uh, 
I kind I I do kind of want to hear what people have to say. But can we can we do a call and show tomorrow? Let's 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 do it. Let's do a call and show tomorrow. Guys, write down your notes. Write down your notes. We'll do a call and show tomorrow night, even if it's just me. Even if it's just me by myself. I'm going to come home and I'm going to have a nice cigar. I'm going to sit outside. I'm going to I'm going to open up a nice expensive bottle of scotch. And I'm going to have a cigar tomorrow. My promise to you guys, okay? My promise to you guys. All right? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. And we're going to do that for one hour. And then afterwards, we're going to do another one on the Patreon. How's that? Every tier. $5 tier usually only gets you the games on Sunday. I'm going to do it for every tier tomorrow. Okay? So I'm going to do a one-hour show outside. Phone calls on this one. And then I'm going to do another one. No holds bar out there later on. Okay? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I can't do it tonight, guys. Because I got work in the morning and I got a lot of stuff to do around the house. I'm so sorry. All right? Cornelio Ortiz, please, please, please write it down. I want to hear everything you have to say tomorrow, my man. All right, guys, go to the Patreon, subscribe, okay? And I'm going to do a special one tomorrow where you guys can go crazy, cursing, whatever. You guys want to see certain plays, I'll pull up certain plays. Whatever you guys want to do, we'll do it tomorrow. And I won't even put a cap on the time limit, all right? Head over to patreon.com slash NB9ers and we'll go all in on that side. But we'll do a phone call thing tomorrow, okay? Jeff says, Grant Cohn about to have a field day. I mean, Grant Cohn was having a field day when the Niners were uh, 3-0 and in the last three games. So he's, he's going to all – of course, he's going to have a field day when we lose. Of course, he's going to have a field day when we lose, okay? Just please don't start the bullshit with fire, Kyle. Please. I, I mean – It's coming, bro. Come on. It's coming. That's what they do. All right, so – very first play of the game, opening kickoff. Our best return, man. Thank you again, Cornelio. I didn't see it. Tony, do me a favor. Cornelio, type the comment you meant to include with this contribution. Don't make a contribution anymore. All right? Tony's going to keep an eye on the chat, and when he sees it, he's going to tell me, and I will click it, okay? Because I'm going to get back to my timeline here, okay? I'm going to get back to my timeline. So please, please type it. No contribution, and I'm gonna and I and I'll get to it as soon as Tony tells me he sees it. Okay. So zero points in the second half. We got humbled. Yes, sir, we did. Yes, sir, we did. And during the halftime show, what I say, the Niners got to do better than they did in the first half. It's exactly what I said. I completely agree with you, Rodman. I completely agree with you, Mr. Sanchez. One hundred percent. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. I'm having a great day. My sneakers are shining. Them felines looking good, bro. Them felines looking amazing. Right? I'm laying bets at the casino. Confident. I walk by a machine. Uh, a free $10. Walk by another machine. Uh, another $20. Walk by another machine. Uh, another $120. Bro, it's 11 a.m., and I asked the girl for any kind of drink with vodka and tipped her 10 bucks. It was all Kool-Aid, bro. Ice and Kool-Aid. There was not a drip of vodka in that bottle. I mean, in, the, in that little ass cup she gave me at the casino. Hey, it, Mike, he's, he texted, he tweeted some uh, message. Man, I love you. Oh, thank you, man. Cornelio, I love you too, bro. I can't wait to hear what you got to say. Please write down what you got to say. Text it, whatever it is you got to do. And then tomorrow, you will get the sound off. I promise. I promise, Mr. Mr. Ortiz, I promise, okay? 
I can't wait to hear from you. I'm up by myself with other guys, whatever it is. I'm going on tomorrow night. Okay, I promise you that. I promise you that. All right. Um, this girl walks by. Oh, would you like a drink? You know why she walked by? Because she hears the bells and whistles going off. She knows I'm winning some money and I want to give something away now. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I do. I did it. I asked her for a drink for me and my buddy. Free drinks at the casino as long as you're gambling. It's 11 a.m. I don't want no alcohol in my system that early. The fuck? But I was feeling good, guys. I was having that kind of day. I tipped her 10 bucks. We sipped it. I said, hey, man, was there alcohol in your cup? He said, nah, it didn't taste like it. I said, yeah, me neither. I can't believe I just paid $10 for a half a cup of cranberry juice. Ugh. It was <laughs> All terrible. The time. All the it was time. terrible. Cranberry juice. Hey, look, it was this much cranberry juice and this much ice in the cup. Hey, well, but I was feeling good. And you know what? I left the casino and I was up hundreds. That's that's the kind of day I was having, Tony. And the hundreds came from house money. I put my little card in the machine. Oh, you're eligible for a bonus. Put my card in the other machine. Oh, you're eligible for another bonus. Up hundreds on house money. I'm having that kind of day. I'm calling my wife on video. Hey, babe, I want a bonus. What buttons do you want me to push? Boom, we win 15 here, 20 there, 15 there. I mean, I got the kids involved. I'm having that kind of day. It's a great day. Niners going to win. You know why? Because everything is good. Open and kickoff. Injury to our return, man. Not yeah. just any old injury. They had to call an ambulance. Not put people under his arms, walk them off the field. Not the little cart where they sit there and they waved everybody. They're getting pulled off like they did Bowman. No. no. They she collared his ass and boarded him quick as hell. They put his ass I on the gurney. The they they strapped him in. They had an ambulance. And he's spending the night in Seattle for further observation. I think he's cleared, though. I mean, uh, as far they as. He said he was all right, but he was spending the night for further observation. They're going to let him go in the Final injury. I think. Yeah. Final injury he's cleared of. Right. Okay. Thank God. So first and foremost, prayers out to him. Trenton Cannon, I'm happy to hear that you're okay. Okay? But that's exactly how the game started. Open and kickoff. Okay? And here's the crazy part. That's our return man. He was on the covers team. And a he gunner. wasn't even doing what he does. He's a gunner, too. He wasn't, he didn't even have the ball. Bro, he didn't even make the tackle. It wasn't even a Seattle player that injured him. It was our own guy. It was Hufunga's thigh that snapped his neck so hard that they had to call a fucking ambulance. If that's not the biggest red flag in the world, I don't know what is. That's what we were in for for this game. Seattle gets the ball. Three and out. Boom. Defensive line all over Russell Wilson. Huh? I'm on some gorilla shit. I'm pounding my chest. I'm flexing over here. Right? Biceps busting through the shirt. That's how I'm feeling. Jimmy Garoppolo gets the ball. 
what Jimmy do on that first drive, Tony? Uh, he went three and out. No, I don't even remember, Mike. I'm sorry. Jimmy didn't get the ball. That's why you don't remember. Because on fourth down, those motherfuckers ran the fake punt. That's, That's right. why you don't remember. That's why you don't remember. It was three and out, and they still got a touchdown. That's why. So we literally added insult to injury. We already had the injury. We literally added insult to injury. No, no, Joe. I did not forget about the fake punt. No, I didn't forget about the fake punt. We literally added insult to injury. The injury occurred. Three and out. Quick, easy. Defensive line fired up. Huh? Y'all saw 93 Jones running through there all over Russell Wilson and that running back. Y'all saw it. You know what it is. 49ers looking unstoppable on the first drive. Defense fired up. Secondary didn't even get tested. They didn't get a chance to get back there. They lined up for a punt. It's a fake. Direct snap. Direct snap. Shit was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it just, uh, just the alignment looked off. It was just weird. The snap was so quick, and next thing you know, the guy's running straight down the field untouched. It's like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. What the and fuck? if you want the details on the opening drive, Russell Wilson drops back on first and 10, and it's a pass completed to Metcalf for minus one yard. That's what happened. His biggest, fastest, strongest target, minus one yard. Those boys is all over him. Aziz Al-Shair and Echobam combined for the tackle. Second down, no huddle, shotgun. Russell Wilson, short pass. Two, Swain, four-yard gain. Aziz Al-Shair, second tackle on that drive. Third down, Russell Wilson, short pass to Horner. Remember that name? To Horner, only a gain of one. Three and out. Fourth down comes. But before fourth down comes, what do you see the defense doing? Some of these players on defense, they out there celebrating. They jumping up and down, tart flexing. Huh? He doing all kinds of crazy shit. People slapping him on his head. Oh, they getting fired up. Four of y'all got to turn around and get right back on special teams. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All that celebrating. All that high five and jumping, extra energy just exuded onto the field. In between plays, they line up, direct snap to Horner again. 73 yards untouched. Touchdown. Seattle sent the fucking message. Y'all are comfortable. We are desperate. Tony, you ever been in a fight? You ever been in like no. a physical fight? No. Yeah. You, ever, you yes. ever, Yeah. <laughs> yes. you, you, you from Jersey? You from yeah. Jersey? You Italian? I know. I know you've been in a fight before. Uh-huh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the worst type of person to be in a fight against. It's a person with nothing to lose. That's right. You know why? That was that was this game. Oh, oh yes, it was. Oh yes, it was. Because a person with nothing to lose don't give a shit. That's right. 
a person with nothing to lose, you know what their logic is? Either I get out of this with what I want or I get three hots in the cot. For those of you who don't know what three hots in the cot means, I get a roof over my head and I'm getting three meals a day and I'm inside somewhere warm. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying to you? Tony, (laughs) they had less than 1% chance of making the postseason when this game started, Tony. I know, and they specified that too in the broadcast. I specifically remember them saying that. So when we go three and out on defense and the special teams roll out and four of the 11 guys are out there celebrating, shucking and jiving, what the fuck are we supposed to expect? My, you expect everything and anything. I'm sorry. The division game or team playing with their back against the wall, you expect everything and anything. They went out sorry. there. They lined up in punt formation, a direct snap to Homer, 73 yards, untouched, touchdown. 49ers sitting on the sideline, all their jaws and beards right on the ground. Looked like they sat on a fucking lollipop and went up their ass. What is this feeling? It's unusual. They didn't know what the fuck just happened. Everybody looking around. Oh, my God. I can't believe they did that. Now. Now. Let me stop yelling. Now. (laughs) This is where I disagree with the masses. This is where I disagree with the masses. People came in saying, and Tony, I believe you were one of them. I believe you were one of them. I can't believe Hightower wasn't ready for that. I was one of them. I can't believe Hightower and his special teams unit wasn't ready for that. Bro, it was the first play of the game. And there hadn't even been two minutes of time off the clock yet. And this is what I was confused about. I jumped on Twitter. I saw people talking. I saw tweets, fire Hightower. I've watched a couple of overreaction shows before we started tonight's show. And people are saying, somebody's got to go and it should be Hightower. I saw it in group text. I heard it. On the show during our live stream on Patreon. Hightower's got to go. What? What? Do y'all forget the, the Super Bowl between the Saints and the Colts? And they did the onside kick coming out of the second half and nobody expected it. That one play. That one play was responsible for that team winning the Super Bowl. And you know why? Because nobody in the world expected it. And it worked, they scored, and they won that game. Is that Hightower's fault? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do I expect desperate teams to do desperate things? Absolutely. But do I expect them to be so desperate that within a minute and 38 seconds of the first half, you're doing things like that already? Hell no. But a good special team coach thinks that's the best time to do it because you least expect it. Tony, they had the better special teams coach on that 
play. I got no problem admitting it. I have no problem admitting it. But for me to sit here and say that Hightower is wrong and should have been fired or should be disciplined or is, is inept because of that one play, I would be lying. Tony, if I go to work tomorrow and my coworker comes in and says, Mike, my back hurts. Can you please put me on light duty? And I give him a stop that is to deliver a bag of supplies. He says, I can't believe you gave me this. Fuck that. I quit. Should I expect that? He, he is the one that's being unreasonable. I gave you a bag of supplies to deliver. He's being unreasonable. He's the one that's being extra. He's the one that's just looking for an excuse to quit. Guys, Seattle was just looking for an excuse to lose the game. They had nothing to lose. Three hots and a cot. That's the message for tonight, guys. Three hots and a cot. Now, had I given him tanks, a hospital bed to deliver, da-da-da-da-da, 32 stops, I could understand him quitting before the end of the day. But if I say, hey, here's one stop and it's just a bag of supplies, and he quits, that's not on me. That's on him. That's him being extra. I can't blame Hightower for that. Do I wish something else different happened? Absolutely. Do I wish he had two people on each gunner on the outside? 100%. 100%. But they didn't. They didn't. I can't say that he, did, he didn't do his job. I can't say that, man. I don't know. You feel different? I do. I do. And it's not the one play that I'm saying this. I'm adding everything up that we've experienced since he's been the special teams coordinator. And I'm sorry, but in my opinion, that was the icing on the cake for me. What has this special teams done? What, 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 what has this team, what is this special teams unit on all three phases, punt, punt, return, kick, kick off, whatever you want to kick, return, all five phases, four I phases. Think, I think Mitch Wisnowski has gotten much better in his punts between distance and direction. I think Trenton Cannon has provided a really nice spark to our kickoff return team. I think our coverage units, when it's real coverage, have been pretty good. Now, you ask me about punt returns, I don't have an answer for you. That's still lacking. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to admit that. I think punt mm. returns is a big issue. And uh, I think you said five. Kickoff. Oh, and I think kickoffs, I think they played a little weird. I think they played a little weird. And this is something I was going to get to later, but since we're here, we'll talk about it now. The kickoffs. We don't kick into the end zone anymore. We are purposely kicking to the one or two yard line. Okay. Because I'd say about 80%. I don't have the numbers in front of me, and I can look it up if y'all want. But I'd say about 80% of the time, when we kick to the one or two-yard line, we tackle players before the 25. It might be the 23. It might be the 24 and a half. But we usually tackle players before the 25 when we kick to the one or two-yard line. And this is a game of what? Yards. Inches. It's a game of inches. If we can save a yard, that's a whole lot of inches in there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So this team, this, 
I would say just boot him out the back of the end zone, right? Or at least kick him eight yards deep into the end zone. They don't do that. They aim for the goal line. One or two yards plus or minus the goal line. And they hope that teams bring it out because our kickoff coverage units are usually pretty good. They're usually pretty good. That's what happens. And so I don't know. Man. I mean, just... look at this. Look, 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 look. The opening kickoff. Mitch Wisnowski kicked the ball 64 yards to Seattle's one yard line. He returned it to Seattle's 23 yard line. You see what I'm saying? So it's 22. Yeah, it was a 22 yard return, but it was to the 23. Where if he kicks it in the end zone and they just fair catch it, it's to the 25. All right. Oh, yeah. But what scares I'll me do, about I'll, that, that theory... I'll do some quick math for you guys here. There's three feet in a yard, there's 12 inches in a foot. We're talking about two yards, right? That's six feet. What's six times 12? That's 72 inches. If it's a game of inches, that's 72 favors us. That's why they do that. Damn, my drunk math is on point right now. But what scares me is if you get a guy with top-end speed and he puts himself on the back of the end zone and gets a running start and catches it at the one, yes. you've got a freaking problem on your hands. That's always a risk. Yes. Yes, that's always a risk. But on that play, it wasn't. And no, so, yeah. that, but, but that's my point. 80% of the time, and these are my numbers, it might be higher. could be lower. It might be higher. 80% of the time, we kick it to that one yard, plus or minus the end zone line. We get them around the 23, 24, the 22. We usually get them around there. That's why they do that. So people say and fire them. They shouldn't be doing this. They shouldn't be doing that. It's a game of inches. And if you can save one or two yards on a drive, that's what they're doing it for. I understand the logic is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, are those one or two yards worth the physical ramming and and contact? I don't know. Right? Because in that situation right there, I would have rather had Trent Cannon returning all those kicks. You know what I'm saying? I would have much. Ra- I would have rather them kick it into the back of the end zone, knowing I could keep and Trent Cannon him. for the rest yeah. of the night and save him for the returns. But that's hindsight, guys. We can't do that. That's how it works. It's not how it works. So I can't sit here and say that he should have been fired on that one play. I'm sorry. And I know we're talking about the kickoff versus the punt coverage. The punt coverage was just a really, really desperate team. Three hots and a cop. Cornelio chimes in again. He says, F Jimmy and Grant Cone. Respect your opinion, my man. Thank you for the contribution. Uh, Psychosomatic. He says, is Kyle scared to play Lance? I also work in a casino for the last 13 years, so I feel you, LOL. Bro, I was hitting on everything, and I'm cheap. I play penny machines. So when I tell you I'm hitting for $20 at a time, a couple hundred dollars at the end of the night, or not even the end of the night, I was there for an hour and a half, tops. Tops. On penny machines? I was coming up, bro. I was hitting pot after pot after pot, bro. I'm just saying. Tony, his contribution, though. Is Kyle scared to play Lance? What are your thoughts? I, I wish I knew. Talking about jackpot, that's the million dollar question. I really wish, I really wish I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh Elzik. 
E-L-Z-K. I don't know how to pronounce that. No disrespect intended. Thank you for the contribution. He says, now I know how Ram fans feel. Uh, I, now I know how the Rams feel. But at this point, F this season, can't even be a 3-8 and eight team, even if it's the Sea Chickens. What's the point of playoffs? Bunch of BS. Sorry-ass Jimmy. Two interceptions. And number 11 can't catch. Yeah, yeah Problem is when you're running around and you stop and you have to leap and try to hit like a 38, 40 foot, 40 inch vertical, the catchable, then take a shot. You know, I understand you're a pro. You need to make the catch. Yes. But if the ball placement was proper, he could have still Mm. been running. Mm. That's all it comes down to, man. It it could, he still could have been running. We're looking at the and we're analyzing the ball placement of an eight-year NFL veteran. Twenty-seven million dollar eight-year NFL veteran, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I got like five more minutes because ants sleeping, as you can see behind me. And I have my headphones in. And they're gonna die. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that was in. I had to actually zoom in to make sure that wasn't uh the missus because I didn't want to get my ass kicked. So no, she's still at the Christmas party. I left. Oh, she's still out chilling. Okay, yeah. Vernon. He says Ayuk needs to be taking off punt return duty. You know, Wayne said this a couple weeks ago, and I've been giving Wayne hell for it, but, hey, if there's a better option, I'm always for it. If there's a better option, I'm always for it. I was kind of shocked that Craycraft wasn't back there. I said that during I said that during the pre-show. I said, watch Craycraft be the guy. I said that, but that wasn't the case. I don't know, man. It's just a very sad day. It, it's... It's it's sad, man. All right. So the second drive comes. This is the 49ers' first drive, okay? Oh, my bad. Vernon says, I you can be taking off pump. Re- oh, we did say this. My bad. Thanks for the contribution, Vernon. Thank you very much. Oh, damn, there's another one. I want to continue my timeline, okay? <laughs> uh, Cornelio, that's I call, tell you, I think. I, Tony, can you read this? That's all I call tell you i think uh that's why you want to call to tell us i guess oh he wanted to call and tell us he loves us is that it i don't i don't i don't know george crib you think pete playing three and out to catch us off guard pizza cheater easy seven i don't think he planned to three and out but i think he planned to uh do the fake punt on the opening punt i don't think he planned three and out if they could have scored they would have scored you know what I'm saying? Keep that tuck for later on. That's a that's a very, very risky play. It's a very risky play. You know? Does not often work out in your favor. But it happened. You know? So I, I'm not going to say that Pete's that that calculated where, all right, let's do a three and out. Make him think we're defeated and do that. No, I don't think that's the case. Listen, it's all tendencies that they probably picked up on film. Yeah. They and don't you know have what they're outside looking contained. There's, there's certain – there's two different punt formations – where the Niners put two guys on on the team's gunners, on the punt team's gunners, and there's another one where they put one guy on the punt team's gunner. This formation was where we only had one guy on the punt team's gunner. They might have said, if we get the look, we're going to fake it. And that's what they yeah. did, man. It was just a good play by them, man. We got we got it. We got to tip our hat to them. It was just a good play. And because and because it was the uh, one-on-one, they had blockers for every person down there. And the only person that would have been able to stop that was Brandon Ayuk. He's the only person that would have been able to stop that. 
Uh, George Cribb, thanks again for the contribution. Oh, wait, I read that already. My bad. All right, so let me get back. To, let me get back to this, okay? 49ers get the ball after the kickoff. And I'm not going to drag this thing out. I won't go through play-by-play, uh, down-by-down, play, down by down, because I know Tony has to go. I'm going to try to get Tony to stay on for the rest of the show. And we'll continue this tomorrow also. I'm, I promise you guys I'm going on tomorrow night. All right? <sighs> so, kickoff happens. We get the ball. First down. You know what the first down play was, Tony? And I completely disagreed with it. Was It was a throw. It was, no, a run it, was a run? it was a run play against eight or nine men in the box. Last week, the same shit happened. We threw the ball, and everybody said, you're stupid. Look at how bad Jimmy looks. And I said, no. We're a running team. Everybody's expecting us to run. We have to throw. This week, Kyle gave everybody exactly what they wanted. Y'all want us to run against the stack box? Yeah, cool. but that's a, it's a different situation. They were de- severely depleted up front. You, Bro, I'm sorry. Who, who, who was depleted up front? Minnesota. Their defensive okay. line okay. Okay. straight okay. across okay. the board was out. Oh, I was ready to throw the gloves on and duke it out with you, but you were right. You're right. You're, you okay. can't win that one, buddy. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're right. You, you are absolutely right. I can't. There's nothing I can do about that. All right, but you got to remember that this, this kickoff – was a weird one. We picked up the ball. We were starting from our own 15. We were way back there. Nowhere near the 25, right? So the first play, Elijah Mitchell gets the ball. It's 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 a run for one yard up the middle. He gets to the 16. Okay? Second and nine. Now, my mind, we better pass this ball. You know what I'm saying? It's We, we have to pass this ball. So what we got to do. It's another stack box. They're expecting pass. How is it a stack box and they're expecting pass, Tony? What does that mean? That told me they were disguising something. Yeah. If they're if they're expecting a pass and the box looks stacked, that means that there's guys that are going to drop back in the coverage, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. They ran the ball again. You know what happened there? On second down? No, I don't know. Run for negative one yard. Negative one yard. And now it's third and ten, and the whole world knows what we're doing. No Debo Samuel. You got Brandon Ayuk and Trent Sherfield. Who do you think third down went to on third and ten? Because it's a pass. It went to kill, right? And went to Kittle, and it was a short pass. Where? Across the middle. Incomplete. Incomplete. 49ers lose it, and we punt. That's what happens. It was a punt. Next drive, interception by Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay? Tony, let's talk about these interceptions really quick because they were terrible interceptions. They were They were were absolutely terrible interceptions. I'm not going to go through drive-by-drive, play-by-play, but here's what I will say, okay? This is what I will say. I'm going to give you guys some very, very basic numbers really quick, okay? Because I don't want you guys to think I'm crazy. At halftime, the score was 23-21. And the only reason, excuse me, the only reason the game was that close is because Robbie Gold missed an extra point. 
He made a 50-yard field goal. He missed the extra point. Okay? Kyle didn't trust him to kick the rest of the game. He didn't. He didn't. The Niners didn't score again after halftime. We didn't score a single fucking point the rest of the game. Not one point. Seattle got a touchdown and a safety in the second half. And the time of possession was fucking pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Seattle had the ball for 33 plus minutes. So they beat us at a wrong game. We had 71. We had 71 rushing yards. Hi, guys. We're the team that averages 140 a game. We had 71 rushing yards. You know how many Seattle had? How many? 146. Yeah, because we went away from it. Played their part in the game. 146. And here's the crazy part we only had two less passing attempts than them. They were just more effective at it. They made a commitment to take away our strength, and they sold out at all costs. They sold out at all costs. It didn't matter what was going to happen. Hey, if we lose, we lose, but they got to find another way to beat us. And I told you guys that this brand of football the Niners are playing was not sustainable. Talk to me about these two interceptions by Jimmy Garoppolo, please. The second one was a lot worse than the first one. A lot worse. That ball went about four yards over. I think it was Kittle, Kittle's head, and Diggs caught it like four yards behind him. The first one, I don't even remember, to be honest with you, because the second one just set me off. Mm -hmm. What was the first one? That was by, uh, was it Diggs? Yeah, Diggs jumped around. Yeah, he bit. No, no, it was, uh, it was, oh, I know what it was. They baited him. The first one was Wagner intended for Sherfield. Yeah, because he jumped up back, trying to bite on the run. Then he peeled back at the last minute and took away the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Baiting Jimmy to try to sneak one in there, and Jimmy got smoked. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you know, I understand what you're saying. It only to sustain that it's tough but when you have a quarterback like jimmy you have to try your best to sustain that because it's less on him that's why i say it's like it's so important to try to like if you look at our our group text like i'm usually pushing 40 plus i dropped it to 35 today because devo wasn't there because usually he's the five to eight extra carries but tony they, if, a team, if a team is fully committed to stopping you from running the ball, that many carries is not reality. And what can we do? And you know what? Forget this game. Forget this game. If a team, any team, pick the team, I don't care. If we're playing a team and they're committed to taking the run away from us, what's our plan of attack? What is the best offense you can come up with if you're, if you're Kyle Shannon and Jimmy Garoppolo was your quarterback? Well, this is the thing, and this is what I don't like that Kyle has to do for Jimmy. So when it's in a situation where he needs to throw the ball, 
Kyle totally abandons the play action to and he motions the back either all the way to the right towards the sideline or to the left towards the sideline to take a defender out of the middle of the field to try to get a throw to the inside guys in the middle of the field. So right then and there, you're taking your play action and you're throwing it out the window. But that's all because of Kyle, that's all because of Jimmy. And so when I say well, I don't know what to do. If he wants to stick with Jimmy, that's what you have to do. And that's why I as much as like you know I I don't know. I thought we were having success today running I the ball. There were some carries he he We didn't know, have success yards. running the ball though today. I thought we we, we, we didn't average three yards a carry today. Well, how come every time I was watching it, he was breaking it up the middle, seven yards, five yards, eight yards? I don't know what That's you saw, That's success bro. to me. Uh, I saw it clear, clear as day. You might have saw a couple longs because today we finished the game. I, I just told you what it was, right? 20, mm-hmm. 25 attempts for 71 yards. That's not three a carry. That's less than three a carry. 25 attempts for 71 yards, less than three. If it was three, it would be 75 yards. We didn't have that today. So when they take away the run game and you're Kyle calling plays, what do you do with Jimmy? I don't know. That's what happens. That's that's exactly my point. No, no, no. That's it. That's exactly my point. Because Jimmy can't do anything else successfully consistently, right? Oh. He can't. You do know. We've seen this now. Jimmy's been with this team for five fucking years. No, no. We've we've seen it already. I, we I know who Jimmy is and what he isn't. And so do the Seahawks. So does every division opponent we play. I think if they still having, out. I think not if, having Debo really hurt them today. Bro. Because there's no threat. The there's fact no- that we're reliant on one player is nonsense. I agree with you. Debo well, not being not, there is a problem. It's not. It's not relying on one player for production. It's having the player on the field. Are you we put Twilight Debo? Who me? Us. Why? This comment again. Oh, but. If Debo was on that field today, I think Seattle has to defend this team totally different. Even if he doesn't touch the ball, just the threat of him coming in motion. And Kyle tried to implement a Debo-type run with George Kittle to try to get Seattle off balance. If you're going to use Debo Samuel as a running back, you have to plan on him getting hurt every 15. But you're not... It's not using them strictly as a running back, Mike. It's using them as the motion to I loosen up the defense. But running backs get hurt. So if you're going to use him that way every game, four to eight carries a game, you have to expect him to miss games. What do you do when you miss games without Debo? Did you just say, hey, we're going to lose this one? Because if that's no, no, the no. case, then cool. I don't even want Debo to carry the ball. I just want him to come in motion. That's all I want him to do. The threat of him coming in motion they have to respect it. So if you give it to you, you give them two touches on a jet sweep, 
or one out of jet sweep or one out of toss, just to get that defense playing honest. It will open things up in the middle in the run game. It'll open things up for the middle for Jimmy. But when is Debo Samuel the only player on the team that can run a jet? From for baseball for this season, yes. We've Tony, don't don't do that. Mike. Okay. His vision. No, his no, no, vision no, 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 no. You know what, Mike? You got me. His, you got me. You vision. said baseball for this season. You you threw that this season in there because last his season vision. when Debo was out for those nine games. We saw IU do it, and his you know we saw season, IU do it last I year. I understand. I know that, and that's why I said this season. His his vision this season is impeccable. His ability to see it and hit it at the right time, and then hit that second gear. I, I it's it's. I've never seen anything like that. I'm sorry. I just think just the threat of him on that field. I'm sorry. All right. All right. It's cool, man. Listen, man, here, here, here are my here are my final thoughts. I'm going to read these contributions as we get ready to get out of here. We over an hour and a half. The interceptions were disgusting. Both interceptions were on Jimmy. They were on Jimmy being Jimmy. Defenses know how to hide from Jimmy and disguise from Jimmy to bait him to make the throws that they want him to make. That first one was exactly that. Wagner ran up, got low, backed up, and took the ball. Easy interception. The second one, he was targeting Kittle all the way, and everybody in the fucking world knew it. They took that throw. They took it. They took it. No, Jimmy sailed it. It was a sure field. At least that's what they said it was. They said it was a sure field. It was over everybody's head. That was in white. Nope. And he had people wide open on the other side. This fucking guy locked on and just decided to throw it wherever he was going to throw it, no matter what happened, and just live with the consequences. I'm tired of Jimmy Garoppolo. I am. I am. I got my hopes up. I said to you guys four games ago, let's just lose with Trey. Because this team will get embarrassed in the postseason because the defenses are better in the postseason. And you know what we did? We went out there and we beat a Rams game. Okay, cool. That's the Rams. It's a division game. I'm not sold on that. Then we went up against a top 10 run defense in the NFL. And we took the same game plan against the Rams and we did it against the Jaguars. Oh, shit. I'm buying in a little bit. A little bit. And last week, who did we play, Tony? Minnesota. You're fucking right, Minnesota. A team just as desperate as us to make the postseason. Just as desperate as us to make the postseason. And we did took the same game plan from the previous two weeks, and we did it against them. And I said, oh, shit, we might be on to something. But I kept asking the question, what happens when they take away the run game? What happens? Everybody kept saying, Mike, I don't know. Just keep running the fucking ball. Just run the damn ball. Let me tell you guys a little secret. Five more carries tonight was not going to win this game for us. It wasn't. It wasn't. Sorry. Five more carries would have got us to 30. 15 more carries tonight was not going to win the game for us. Sorry. It wasn't. 
we maybe would have broke 100 yards with 15 more carries. Mm. There has to be a plan B. And Kyle, maybe not his fault, maybe it's his quarterbacks, maybe it's the limitations of his personnel. Kyle doesn't have a plan B. That's a problem. It's what it is. He has a plan B he's on the sideline. I am not blaming the defense for tonight's loss. I saw people talking about, oh, my God, the defense's penalties in that last couple of drives and the – no, 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 no. When the defense was rested, that defense looked like the best defense in the fucking league. Seattle had no answers for us. People were talking about the the score at halftime. Don't forget that seven of those points came on a special teams play. Had nothing to do with my defense. So don't talk to me about the defense when they finished halftime with 21 points. Only 14 of those came on the backs of the defense. Twice, Jimmy Garoppolo gave up the ball in our territory, and they stopped them from scoring. Not even a field goal. Not even a field goal with two turnovers in our own territory. Don't tell me it was the fucking defense. I'm not listening. One of those times, they were at the goal line, and they didn't get points. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me it was the defense tonight. And then then Jimmy took the safety, too. Remember that? That was horrible. Jimmy gave him two points in the ball back. He gave them two points and ball. Don't tell me it was the defense tonight. Y'all want to talk to me about penalties and that they fell on top of the quarterback? Yeah, because we've had two back-to-back two-minute drills. You know what the two-minute drill is designed to do? Tony, can we just can we explain this to them real quick? Can we tell people? I'm sorry. My man said I'm screaming. Let me let me turn the microphone there. I'm sorry. Gas them. Can we tell people what the two-minute drill is designed to do to the opposing defense? Gas them. They're tired. They come out with their hands on their hips. They're sucking air. Right? They're going to be slower off the snap. They're going to be a step behind in pursuit. And when they go to make a tackle of the quarterback, they're not going to have that extra oomph to make sure that they don't pancake his ass so that you get penalties. That was on the offense, making it two quick defenses against two-minute drills. Seattle did back-to-back two-minute drills, and our defense was gassed. That's by design, people. That is by design. I said I wasn't going to yell, and I picked up the microphone and put it closer to my mouth. I apologize. That's by design. That's Pete Carroll knowing, hey, we got them on their heels. They're tired. They're gassed. Don't let them substitute. Keep it moving. Keep it freaking moving. That's smart. That's desperation. That's three hots in a cot. We got nothing to lose, bro. We got nothing to lose. So don't talk to me about the defense when we didn't score a single fucking point in the whole second half. 
Yeah, 30 minutes. And instead of our offense getting points, you know what we did in the second half? We gave them points. Think about that. And I'm not talking about interceptions. Our offense gave them two points in the second half. Don't tell me Tim Hightower is the reason that we lost this game. Don't tell me that the first-year defensive coordinator is the reason that we lost this game. It's not D'Amico Ryan's fault. It's not. It's Kyle, it's Jimmy, and it's this offense. Kyle, you're working with a limited quarterback. By choice, you choose to keep his limited ass out there. You can't have a limited quarterback going up against Mr. Unlimited. That's what Russell Wilson calls himself. I didn't give him the fucking name. He gave it to himself. You can't tell me that that's the best thing you can do. Run the ball 25 times and keep throwing the ball in the middle of the fucking field. It makes no sense. All right, I'm about to lose my earphones. I got to bail. Your final thoughts? I'll let you go. Um, Listen, defense played lights out, in my opinion. They got exposed at certain times due to the poor play of the offense and the quick three and outs or turnovers of the caused by the offense. Um, you know, I, I already seen the chat, fire Kyle, fire Kyle. It's, it's, I guess it's never going to stop. Um, the only thing I agree with you, the people with, with fire Kyle or pressure on Kyle is when's he going to make the switch? That's the only thing I can agree with. But other than that, I think Kyle is protecting a severely limited quarterback and he has had success for the last three, maybe three and a half games. So, you know, with such a limited quarterback, and when they try to take away your your strength of your team, you, you, it, something's got to give. Either you still have success or you can make swap, swap at quarterback. Maybe it's coming, maybe it's not. But uh, Kyle's going nowhere. We all know that. Everyone should know that and understand that and see it. Um, but listen, you, you, you can't. We can't put our heads up our asses now. The team's still in the playoffs technically if the season ended today, and yes. um, you know push forward. You know I'm not looking for the one seed after the way we started this year. If we get in the playoffs as the sixth or seventh seed, I'll take it because technically the way we started this season, I don't even know if we should have been in the playoffs, right? No. I mean, come on, exactly. So let's do. Let's see what we can get. Keep pushing forward. The team hasn't quit. You see the depth on the defensive side of the ball. You see people making stepping up on offense due to injuries. You know, I just I don't I don't even want Jimmy to throw the ball more than twenty five times. Just please, just make the throws that you need to make. I'm not asking you to put your team on your shoulders and start slinging it like Dan Marino or Jim Kelly. Just make the easy open throws. That's all we're asking for. Be a fucking game manager. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And you can't even do that, and you're costing us games. It, it's unacceptable. But, I mean, listen, million. it is what it is. We got who, Cincinnati next week? Yep. Strap up because they just lost, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. So it's going to be a good one. All right. Let me read these contributions. You respond to them. I'll read them while I look for them, and then I'll let you go, okay? Sean Shepard, thanks for the contribution. Jimmy is terrible. 
I don't get how any of you faithful can defend him. Off target, doesn't read, just throws where he thinks he should go. How? Tony, your response. I agree with you 100%. And, oh, my God. And and the one thing that pisses me off about Jimmy Garoppolo is when he makes an interception, he just kind of just walks off the field. I don't know if I was a quarterback making what he makes with a game like that we just had today with, with the how important that game was for us to win. I'd be slamming my helmet, screaming, yelling like at myself, not pointing fingers. I'd be mad at myself. I would go up to the receivers. My fault. I take the blame. I, and, and you know that transitions into the leader end of it. So, yeah, he's rah rah, clappy, happy, and giddy when everything's running. But when the shit hits the fan, he just Mr. backs down. But he's Mr. Silent with the Gatorade bottle on the sideline. Go ahead. Uh, Cornelia, okay. I guess you don't have to really respond to this one. Man, I love you, Mike. Go ahead, Tony. What's your response? Love you too. I'm glad. Let's go. Let's go. He loves me too. I like that. I like that. Cornelio, again, me me too. too. Tony, what's your response? Uh, Me three. Okay. Cornelio, again. All right. We got to take my man's wallet from him, guys. Can I say that? Oh, can I say that's why I want to call you? Thank you. Thank my love you, Mike. Tony, your response. I don't know. All right. His last one here. Yes, Tony. Your response. Yes. Go floss sticks. Go floss sticks. I love flossing. It's a bad habit. I'm sorry. No, I, I do that when I'm driving. Like, I just end up picking until my gums bleed. So, I'm with you, bro. I'm the same way. I am the same exact way. All right. I think that are – I think that's all. I thought I had real contribution. I saw the green boxes. I just clicked them. So, I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't have kept you this long. All right, my man. You have a good night. All right? Take yes, it easy sir. over there. I'm going to finish the show up with my little rant. I got one more rant to end up in the show with. Oh, and, God. Uh, all right. I'll see you, bro. All right, later. All right, guys, listen, you guys got to deal with me now. Tony's gone. Where's my one box here? Here it is. People are going to point fingers, okay? I want to make something very clear here. From the start of the game, the very, very start of the game, special teams was at a disadvantage. They lost their best gunner in Trenton Cannon, and they lost their best kick return man in Trenton Cannon. First snap of the game no matter how you try to look at it it's a difference of how many times did the seattle score seattle scored one two three four five different times if we give them just three yards on per per return and if trenton cannon returns it 10 yards each return we're talking about a difference of 75 yards right there because he's our top gunner. Top gunners make the tackles early. That's what Trenton Cannon does on kick coverage units. He was also our top kick return guy. They had kickoffs four times to us. Okay? They kicked the ball to us four different times. All right? That's a lot of yards to account for. So people saying that, oh, man, Hightower should have had a plan. Well, 
Go back and watch film. This is my homework assignment to you guys. And tell me if Trenton Cannon is on our punt coverage team. When we punt the ball, is he or is he not one of the gunners? I don't know the answer. It's not loaded. It's not a hypothetical question. I want you guys to tell me the real answer. Because if he is, if he is, maybe that's another reason why they did the fake punt, knowing that Trenton Cannon wasn't there. I don't know. Just putting it out there. I don't know. Maybe he does not play kick returns. Maybe he doesn't play kick uh, punt coverage. Maybe he doesn't. But if he does, if he does, that's a big and perfect reason to do the fake. Just saying. Look it up. Let me know on tomorrow night's show. Okay? The defense, they were all over Russell Wilson tonight, guys. The defense played in such a way I couldn't even freaking believe it. I mean, look, guys, I'll tell you right now. The 49ers defense finished the game with one, two, three, four, four sacks. I can't tell you how many tackles for loss. They were all over the place. Aziz Alshair had 16 tackles. 16 tackles. These guys are everywhere. A couple of interceptions. One, two, three, four forced fumbles. Don't talk to me about the defense. Don't talk to me about the defense tonight. Sorry, you can't. You can't. And they tried. They tried to find a good kickoff return guy. Normally, that's Cannon. Tonight, it was Benjamin. Tonight, it was Hasty. Those guys didn't quite cut it. They didn't do the things that Trenton Cannon does. They don't have the speed and the quick change of direction that Trenton Cannon does. Punt returns were terrible. They only had two on the night for a total of 18 yards. The long was 22. Yeah, that's right. That means the other one was for negative four. Okay? Mitch Wisnowski only punted the ball three times tonight. When the defense let up, it's because the defense was gassed. Our offense was the biggest letdown. And this is the Kyle Shanahan-led team, guys. Kyle Shanahan is an offensive-minded head coach. This offense should be putting up over 30 points a game. I don't care who the opponent is. And I know it's not going to happen every game. That's fine. I get it. I get it. Robbie Gold missed some points. Gave him the ball. I, I, listen, I understand all that. I do. I really, really do. But Kyle got complacent these last couple of weeks. He relied on Debo Samuel to be the change of pace back for the entire team. And that's not sustainable. He relied on Debo Samuel to be the guy that was going to make every single play. That's not reality. Debo Samuel can't be the only reason your team is successful. If you de- if your team depends on one guy, you have no guys. It's the way it is. If your team depends on one guy, then you have no guys. Debo can't be your best running back. Debo can't be your best wide receiver. Because at some point, teams are just going to key in on Debo or the run game. Tonight, Debo was gone, and they keyed in on the run game. So now what are you going to do? And Kyle didn't have an answer. That's unacceptable. It's 2021. 
can't do that, Kyle. If Jimmy's going to be your guy, Jimmy has to do more. What the hell oh, is could, you, could you hear me? I hear you now. Okay. I just saw something on Twitter that really pissed me the fuck off. How did DK Metcalf not get away with slamming on Joukowsky Tart's ankle in the end zone? Somebody said that very early in the show. Did you see the cheap shot by DK? But I didn't see it. Mike, I just texted to you. Blatantly stepped on his ankle, and Jaquaski Tar immediately reached for it. It says you're blocked from following this account. I don't even know who it is. I, I can't see it. You can't see it? No, I'm blocked from whoever posted it. Oh, wait. Let me let me log in as uh, nothing but Niners. Maybe they don't have nothing but Niners blocked. Okay, I got it. Oh, wow. That's not a penalty? He stomped his ankle. Hmm. That was in the second quarter. That was the touchdown. Yeah. Thanks, NFL. He stomped right on that shit. Oh, wow. Oof. God, like hard, too. Not for nothing. Isn't that a defenseless player? But here's the thing. You guys are going to think I'm crazy, right? The Niners raised this team and they teach this team to be the good guys. We're above reproach. We're going to be the choir boys. No dirty players and da-da-da-da-da. I've been saying it all along. You're not gonna you're not gonna beat the bad guys in the NFL like that. Okay, so let me flip the script on you. Jaquaski Tart gets up, or Jimmy Ward gets up and sees that and cracks, literally just yeah. slams what's no, into the we're, floor. We're gonna get the penalty because it's who responds that gets it. What you gotta do is when you're blocking him on another play, you slam his ass to the ground. Then you get him back legally, is what I'm saying. We don't play that way, man. We don't play that way. We don't have any nasty guys on this team. Uh, Tony, three hot and a cot. They had nothing to lose. Even, you know what would have happened if they threw a penalty on that play? It would have been assessed on the kickoff because it was after the touchdown. Who gives a Man. fuck? We got the points. Sad. It really is. It's so sad, this team. How it's they get the way the NFL is. I agree with you, bro. I agree with you. But that's how the NFL is. You, you didn't see all the holding tonight on the defensive line by them? You know why they kept doing that? Because the league, they weren't calling it. You know why they held in the end zone on that play? Because they weren't calling it. Seattle has come out years ago and said, hey, if we hold on every play, the league will eventually stop calling it. They're not going to call a holding on every play, so we'll just keep doing it. They've admitted that. That's not Mike's opinion. They've said that over and over. They're going to keep holding until they can't. They don't have a reason to stop doing it, bro. 
All right, let me go. See you later, buddy. Later. Guys, those are my final thoughts, man. Kyle's got to come up with a better game plan. And if Kyle's going to stick with Jimmy and teams are going to take away the run defense, I mean the run offense, I don't want to see this brand of football. This is not me throwing in the towel on the season. This is not me saying that we shouldn't make the playoffs. Actually, yeah, I am going to say that. I am going to say we shouldn't make the playoffs. If this is how we're going to play with Jimmy Garoppolo for the rest of the season, we should not play. Last time I said this, the Niners had lost three or four games in a row. Last time I said this, we weren't running the ball 30-plus times a game. Kyle had to go to the drawing board, figure out how to adjust, and come up with a new plan of attack. And he did that, and it was successful for three consecutive games. Well, Kyle, Seattle just put the blueprint out there. Whether you have Debo Samuel back next week or not, you have to come up with a new game plan. They're not going to let Jimmy throw across the middle. And they're not going to let you run the ball 30-plus times in a game. Now what? When the season started, the 49ers had just traded two first-round picks and spent the first-round pick on a quarterback named Trey Lance. And I came on the show. We did an early season prediction schedule. All of us were wrong. Nobody had six losses at this point. Nobody did. But another thing that we did during that show was to try to pick when Trey Lance was going to get in. Most people had Trey Lance being the guy to get the reins at the bye week. Not me. I thought that was too soon. Young man, FCS, hadn't played football in a year. Kyle Shanahan is supposed to have the most complicated system in the NFL. Well, if I'm looking at this system right now, it ain't that damn complicated. Jimmy throws across the middle and we just run the ball. I don't see anything intricate about what we're doing. Jimmy's not going through reads. He's locking in on a guy and he's making the throw. Why can't Trey Lance do that? When I said my record prediction, I was way off. I think I had us going something like 13 and four. I was wrong. The Niners already have six losses. But what I did say was that Trey Lance would get his start between weeks 12 and weeks 14. How I'm feeling right now, the time is now. There's no need to continue to sit here and let Jimmy Garoppolo be this way. We know what Jimmy is and we know what he's not. And as long as teams take away the run, the Niners cannot win games. Kyle had to be stubborn and run the ball relentlessly. Relentlessly to to muster up three wins. He did it and it worked. But tonight, the gloves came off. Tonight, we went up against a team that says, hey, when you throw, we're going to cheat. When you guys pass rush, we're going to hold. And just think about that for a second. They held so many times. We still got four sacks. We still had about four or five tackles for loss. That's with all the holding. We still dialed up the better pass plays. And they held in the end zone. The flags weren't thrown, though. The flags weren't thrown. But what if? 
What if we did all that and had a quarterback that instead of reading the middle of the field only, also took a peek outside? What if he saw Sherfield down the field wide open? What if he saw Brandon Ayuk on the other side down the field wide open? What if, guys? What if? Can Trey Lance make those throws right across the middle of the field, right in front of him outside the ashes or inside the ashes? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Can Trey Lance stand in the pocket and take the safety? Probably. I'm over the Jimmy Garoppolo experience, guys. I've been over it for weeks. The three wins didn't change my opinion on that. I thought it was sustainable as long as Kyle was able to adjust afterwards. We have not seen Kyle be able to make an adjustment. We haven't. Now, let me not take away everything from Jimmy Garoppolo. I've seen him make some phenomenal throws. He's threaded the needle across the middle in between three defenders right into the hands of a wide receiver. Muy bien. Huh? Caliente. They came in there with some heat. Passes were hot. But I've seen Jimmy miss wide open people. I've seen Jimmy throw the ball high. I've seen the Jimmy throw the ball low. Behind. And when we needed him most, when we needed him most, Jimmy Garoppolo's pass was low. Got batted down by a defender on fourth down with the game on the line. Look at it. Boom. That's it. Game over. That's Jimmy Garoppolo in a nutshell. I don't need to see this happen. If we're going to lose a game, I'd rather lose a game early and gain precious experience for the rookie that we gave up the world for. That's what I'd rather see. I don't want to see losses like this anymore. Where I'm on the edge of my seat the whole game. My heart literally can't take it. Gotta stop drinking Red Bull. Blame it on the Red Bull. My heart can't take it. If we're gonna win, let me be excited. Let me see the win. If we're gonna lose, let me have no expectations so I don't get upset when we lose. I had expectations coming to this game. Against my better judgment, I had expectations for this game. I allowed myself to be convinced by the masses that we were gonna beat Seattle this week. And I knew better. I knew better. Not mad about it. That's what sports are all about. That's what sports are all about. But it is just a sport. It is just a game. And when I hit end on this video, I got to go back to being the dad. I got four kids and a wife I have to take care of here. And a big ass dog. I got to go to work in the morning. And I have to manage eight. I have to manage eight people. I got to get off of work and I have to finish bringing to you guys the shows that I promised. I got two shows to do tomorrow night now. One on the call-in on here, live on YouTube. And another one on Patreon. Because I'm a man of my word. Especially when I promise. Okay? I said, whether I'm by myself or not, I will be here tomorrow night. And I'm doing one on Patreon. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be here. This is just a game. Tonight, I saw the 49ers lose a multitude of players. 
Some came back to the game. Some of them didn't. And all across the NFL, players went down. Some guys lost their careers today. Some guys just missed a couple of reps, like Kwaski Tart. I don't know what the future holds for a guy like Trenton Cannon. And I was happy to see Elijah Mitchell back on the sideline smiling and laughing. This is a game, folks. This is a game. This is a game that we're all passionate about. This is a game that we all love. It brings out the best in us. And just two seconds later, it can bring out the very worst in us. We can be up cheering and high-fiving, spreading drinks around, and sharing the love. And literally two plays later, we can be cursing out people, throwing stuff, putting holes in walls, and looking like a person that you would be ashamed of if you saw a video of yourself. That's what sports does. But you know what's special about football? You know what's special about nothing but Niners and the 300-plus people that are watching right now? We're family. We're going to go through these things together, guys. We're going to be right back here to yell, cheer. We're going to take victory shots when we win. And we're going to curse out everybody and their mother when we lose. But we cannot lose our sense of humanity. Let's be kind to each other. I see debates about quarterbacks too often turn into a black or white thing. Somehow politics gets involved. Let's not do that, guys. This is sports. Let's keep it on sports. It's okay to disagree with which quarterback is starting. It's okay to want to get a new head coach or keep Kyle Shanahan. It's okay to say Tim Hightower should be fired or say it's not the special team head uh, coordinator's fault. That's all cool. It's okay to say your opinion is dumb as fuck. It's okay to say, hey, I agree with you and I got your back. And anybody who says something against you, I'm going to ride with you. All that's okay. But let's cut out the personal attacks. Let's cut out the political propaganda that we keep spewing any opportunity that we get. Let's cut out all the hate. The 49ers lost today. And here are the bottom lines. We're 6-6. Six and six. We're still a playoff team if the season ended today. And there's still five games left in the season. We are still just as much in control of our own destiny. And I cannot wait to ride that wave with you guys. All right. We're going to continue to do that. 49er Jeff, thanks for the final contribution of the night. I believe it's the final one. My man says, listen, we played the refs as well. And Kyle is not utilizing his offense because of his limited quarterback. Great show. NBN family. You guys see how we into that? Family. It's exactly what I just talked about. It's exactly it right there. Jeff, you're the man. And I agree with you. We played against the officials as well, man. The refs were hating. I don't like that shit. I hate it. I absolutely hate it, man. But they did what they had to do. Oh, let me let me hide my bags over here. Let me put my background back up. Man. I hated it. You know? That shit wasn't cool. But it is what it is, man. They can hold Bosa all night long. We don't get those calls. They can hold us in the end zone. We don't get those calls. It's always been us against the world. And that's why the faithful are so tight. We don't have the Tom Brady and the Peyton Manning to get us the calls. The cheap little gimmies. We don't have that top five quarterback that the, that, the, that the league loves. They hate Jimmy Garoppolo. 
half of us hate Jimmy Garoppolo. We wouldn't throw a flag for him either. So let's not act like that's why it's happening. You know what I'm saying? So, guys, let's keep rocking together. Let's keep being nice to each other. And let's keep being loyal to the 49ers. I'm going to see you guys on the next show. I can't wait for it. Get your notes ready. I want to hear y'all sound off tomorrow night. I'm going to have the cigar. I'm getting the big block cigar, too. I'm coming in here with something like this. It's going to take me a whole hour to smoke that joint. So y'all get your notes ready. We're going to post the phone number, and I'm going to let y'all call in all night long. And then we're going to do it again on Patreon, where we get to be a little bit more vulgar, where we get to curse each other out a little bit. Y'all can come in there and yell at me and argue with me. Whatever it is y'all want to do on Patreon. That's the link for it, okay? I'm looking forward to it, guys. I'm going to get out of here. You guys have been great. I wanted to do a 45-minute show, and it's been over two hours and five minutes. I'm getting out of here. I'm tired. Come here, kid. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.